Link Podcast. My name is James, joined once again by my co-host Cody. On this Friday evening, how are you today, Cody? Oh, James, I'm fantastic. You know what? It is Friday. It's Friday, Friday, and we're here to talk about some Steelers football that's going to be taking place tomorrow night, James. So I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, much better now, man. It was a cold day. Cold, cold day. Negative 27 degree wind chill here in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I had a negative four degree wind chill this morning in Texas. So I I understand a little bit. I brought the cold with me. Yeah, Um, you did. I did. It's fantastic. I bet they love you for it, too. Oh, they, everyone in Texas loves me. (laughs) It's not true, guys. Um, Hey, uh, so we didn't get a chance to get a show to you guys earlier. Apologize for that. Uh, both of us were under the weather earlier. We feeling a lot better. We're still not 100%, but we're good enough to record. We are. We're going to do like a little two-minute game recap and then go into the show, and then that's going to be the end of it. Uh, basically, Steelers had a real nice performance against the Raiders. Ground game was amazing. Uh, great blocking performances out of the left side of the offense. For the line. first time all year long, let's be real. First time all year. Uh, the best, longest drive that anyone has entire season 21 plays over 11 minutes of offense on one drive three scoring touchdowns two on the first drives of the game mitch trubisky only five incomplete passes the whole friggin game deontay johnson zero drops zero drops deontay's best game of the season other than being an idiot and trying to start a fight for no reason and getting a penalty great game by deontay other than that still not the dumbest mental note for the game marcus allen also existed that game (laughs) (laughs) marcus allen wins that award for uh ruining a fourth and 27 how do you do that well you go to the opposing sideline on a commercial break yeah during a commercial break they asked Tomlin about it after the game. He said, I don't know. I didn't see it. Why would he even be looking there? Why? No one was looking there. No. Marcus no Allen was just being a goofball. Oh, and a small side note, other than the four sacks, great performance by the defense there. Only allowed 21 yards right. of rushing offense. Yep. Fantastic. Mark Robinson blew up a 310-pound man that was playing fullback. Don't know if you got a chance to see that. <laughs> I didn't. Pretty I didn't. Awesome. I didn't go pretty back and awesome. Listen, it you was his responsibility on the play to get the lead blocker, and he knocked him on his butt. It was great. <laughs> you want to talk about a big fullback? Let's talk about the big fullback in Pittsburgh Steelers history, Mr. Franco Harris himself. Uh, very unfortunate. James obviously standing up showing his jersey. James. Uh, we appreciate you wearing that today. Franco Harris, unfortunately, did pass away this week. Uh, of course, the the week before they honor him at halftime on Saturday night's game this week. Uh, so very sad news there. So our heart goes out to him and his family. They're actually doing a uh, public viewing for him Tuesday next week at Acreshire Stadium, Acreshire, whatever the frick you stupid say it. Um, at, for, we might as well call it Three Rivers at this point. Um, Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, but so that was very sad and very unfortunate. So hopefully that gives the team some uh, extra oomph in their playing style on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. Franco is an amazing player. He's really helped them turn the, the corner. Uh, a lot of his teammates from back in that team uh, all say the same thing, is that we did not start becoming a dominant team until Franco came onto the scene and the immaculate reception was the play that helped them turn the corner. They didn't win a Super Bowl that season, uh, but they did go into the playoffs yep. uh, and make a nice run in the playoffs. So uh, 
Franco was a huge reason. When he retired, he was the second leading rusher in NFL history. Uh, and as it sits now, I believe he's sitting at 15 in uh, NFL history, even with all those great running backs that have come after him, uh, like Jerome Bettis and yep. Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith and all these other guys that have come and, and ran for 15-plus years and put up all kinds of crazy numbers. Franco's numbers still hold up against a lot of these guys. Yeah, so... Uh, so- with that sad news, we're going to go through now all the Steelers transaction news and other things like that. We'll talk Pro Bowl, and then we'll also go into an injury report and talk about the Raiders uh, team for tomorrow's game and give our three keys to success against those Las Vegas Raiders. So uh, Falcons did sign outside linebacker David Anini from Steelers practice squad. Uh, with that being said, the Steelers then signed outside linebacker Micah Tafua? Tafua? Uh, 6'3", 249 pounds to the practice squad. He's an undrafted rookie. He was on the Cowboys practice squad up until November. Uh, I would say I know stuff about him, but I don't because I'm not a Dallas fan, even though I'm in Texas. So <laughs> <laughs> We looked him up and saw the combine numbers, and his bench press was the most um, impressive thing. He did put up 24 rep- reps on the bench, uh, but as far as 40-yard dash and vertical and broad, you don't want to hear those numbers. No. Uh, so, no. So we're not going to talk about it. He just wasn't a, a twitchy athlete, uh, but it sounds like he's a pretty strong dude. Might be good against the run at least. Uh, so there's that. But let's talk about more exciting things like the Pro Bowl. If I were going to tell you two guys got in, Minka and the Steelers' best pass rusher this year, you'd probably say Alex I was Heisman. talking about Alex Heisman. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> well, well, and instead, T.J. Watt gets voted into the Pro Bowl, which is crazy. Uh, I mean, to be realistic, what he's done in the short amount of time is very impressive. I mean, what's he got, like three and a half sacks or four sacks on the year already? Yeah, he's only yeah. played like six games or something. Got two interceptions. Both of them are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and he's only been fully healthy for like a game or two. The rest of him, he's been playing with broken ribs or yeah, or tore it, yeah. a pectoral. It's muscle. not to say that uh, TJ's not deserving of the Pro Bowl. It's that Alex definitely was. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the big takeaway here. We're not trying to take away from TJ, uh, and I'm sure if he got a chance to put together a full season, he would have been up in that 15 to 20 sacks again, just like normal. Yep, yep. Uh, but just kind of weird uh, that he's the one that gets in. Uh, but at least they did take notice of him because we have four guys that are known to be alternates. And I'm guessing by them saying alternates, they're probably the first alternates. Yeah, uh, I would Pat assume. Pat Fryermuth, uh, Cam Hayward, good. Alex Highsmith, good. and then special teams ace and first down specialist when you're on third and one, Derek Watt. <laughs> Woo, we'll uh, take it. So <laughs> I was really excited to see Derek get that, uh, honestly, because I don't think he's ever had a chance to go to a Pro Bowl. I doubt that someone that's a fullback that's voted in will back out. Doubt it. My guess is it's probably like Patrick Ricard that got it or something. Patrick uh, Ricard so- is the only one that I would think of. Oh. Well, there is the fullback out of Buffalo that's had a nice season. I don't even know. Uh, So there's a chance if no, it was Ricard. It was Ricard. I'm telling you, it was Ricard. Was it Ricard? Yes. Because it's because it's been the same two fullbacks on both NFC and AFC for the past like ten years. It's Patrick Ricard and Kyle Uzcheck from the 49ers. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, So our best bet is either that the Ravens somehow go Super Bowl, at which point he would not go to the Pro Bowl. or if he has a minor cleanup and have surgery and does not want to go 
because of it, because then Derek would go. True. Uh, but uh, Alex, Cam, and Pat would all have a chance, uh, especially Pat, I would say, because Kansas City would be one of the favorite teams. Uh, you know Kelsey's going. Uh, so if Kelsey's <laughs> oh, in the Super Bowl, he ain't going to be at the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll have to so, wait and see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. But those are the six guys with either going or a chance to go to the Pro Bowl this year for Pittsburgh. Uh, Kenny Pickett, not one of them. However, he did uh, switch his helmet after sustaining his second concussion already. So, yep. Yeah, he said the issue's been that he keeps on getting his head slammed into the ground. It's not an issue with uh, people hitting him in the head with a helmet. Shoulder pad. Uh, it's the ground coming in contact with it. So he made a change. Uh, must be the, the helmet that he's going to is designed to uh, handle that kind of impact with the ground better. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that he's getting that kind of advice because let's not keep on banging our head against the wall and expect different results, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, real quick, we're going to go over the injury report for this game. I'll go over Pittsburgh if you want to do Las Vegas. Uh, Sounds good. Pittsburgh, Terrell Edmonds, unspecified, hasn't practiced all week with a hamstring injury. Cam Hayward, uh, the contusion to the birth certificate, again, just resting for his old age. Kind of same thing with Larry Ogunjobi, although he is dealing with a toe injury as well. Did not participate all week. Uh, Deontay Johnson didn't participate these last few few days and is listed as questionable with a toe injury. Najee Harris with a hip injury was fully participating Thursday. Uh, Derek Watt, full participation later in the week with an ankle injury. Miles Jack also listed as questionable after missing last week with a groin injury. Uh, He was full participation on Thursday, so I'm assuming he is a go. Kenny Pickett, concussion protocol, full participation all week. I'm assuming Kenny will go, even though I still don't want him to necessarily. Um, (laughs) He's going. I know. Uh, Josh Jackson with the ankle injury, full participation all week up until Thursday, didn't participate. So maybe he re-aggravated something there. We'll see what happens. Pat oh, Fryermuth, yeah, Pat Fryermuth foot injury, but fully participated all week. J.C. Hassenhauer out with a personal uh, related injury or personal issue, um, so not injury related. And then George Pickens was out with an illness and didn't participate as recently as Thursday. So George Pickens could be a game time decision if he's healthy to go. Gotcha. So pretty long list. It's actually an extremely long list for the Raiders as well. And this is going to work <coughs> out in Pittsburgh's advantage in certain areas of the team. And you'll see what I'm talking about pretty quickly here. Uh, number one questionable is guard Alex bars with a knee. Sounds like he may not be able to go. Also guard Dylan Parham with a knee questionable guard slash tackle Jermaine Illuminor with a wrist. Also questionable. Offensive tackle Jackson Barton with a back questionable. Yes, that is four offensive linemen that are injured, including two starting guards. They may be on backup left and right guards, which would be tremendous for our interior offensive linemen who or defensive linemen who both had a really nice game. Larry Ogunjobi still not putting up sack numbers, but the amount of penetration he got in that game against Carolina really messed up their running game. Need that again this week in the worst way. Uh, Cam Hayward really starting to catch fire the last month and a half, two men, months as far as his sack production and numbers he's putting up also. Uh, so it could be great news for those guys. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Billings with a fibula injury is questionable. My assumption is that he's trying to come back from it. My that assumption. This has been a long would, yeah. thing, like a broken fibula earlier. You don't just like bruise your fibula. That's not really a thing. You can. I don't thought they would they would never classify it as that, but yeah. No. 
No, that's just weird. That's that's a weird one. Uh, Zamir White, the running back with an ankle, is also questionable. And then, ya boy, Rakyasin with a knee injury is Rakyasin. ruled out. He is out. Yeah. Uh, so we won't have to worry about your boy, Rakyasin. No, there's also two listed on mine that maybe not listed on yours. Uh, Deron Harmon okay. with a shoulder neck injury, full participation as of recently as Thursday. And then also linebacker uh, Darian Butler with a quad injury. Limited participation all week listed as questionable. Um, gotcha. So we'll see what happens with those guys. But again, that offensive line having those injuries uh, could bode very, very well for Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we will have that's, to wait and see That's what enormous there. for Pittsburgh. Oh, it's huge. Let's take a look at this uh, Las Vegas Raiders starting lineup. Uh, on offense, quarterback Derek Carr, no one's shocked there. Derek Carr always seems to be... Uh, in my opinion, underappreciated. I think he's a better player than most people give him credit for. He's probably top, he's easily top half the league in my opinion right now. Uh, and he also yeah, has, yeah, you got to put him in that ten to fifteen category, yeah. right? He's a good quarter. And he's got Devontae Adams to throw to as well as Darren Waller. So those uh, are going to be fine. Mac Hollins is one of their younger uh, and upcoming receivers as well. Hunter Renfro and Keelan Cole. So uh, the wide receiver groups there as well. They also have Foster. Uh, I don't remember how to say his last name. Moreau, Foster Moreau. Yeah, Foster Moreau, the tight end. Behind yeah. behind Darren Waller. So the, the wide receiver skill group there is very good. And then the running backs again. Josh mm -hmm. Jacobs is fantastic. Uh, Brandon Bolden and Amir Abdullah, again, with Zamir White being injured. You're not going to see him. Uh, and then Jacob Johnson at fullback. Offensive line, you want to go over these guys, James? Yeah, yeah. And significant here, Josh Jacobs leading the entire NFL in rushing yards. So yeah. this is... And touchdowns, I think. rushing back. It might be, yes. Uh, he's having a tremendous season this far. Uh, and Devontae Adams, I believe, is leading the league in a category as well. It might be receptions. Uh, so these are two of the top performers at their positions in the entire NFL right now. Uh, so very, very serious guys as far as attempting to stop them. Uh, it's almost like <laughs> stopping someone from making eye contact uh, that is very apparent. <laughs> it's very difficult to do these days. Uh, offensive line-wise, we told you we were going to talk about this. Uh, so, uh, Jermaine Illuminor, the right tackle. Does that name sound familiar? Yes, he's on the injury report. Yep. Uh, right guard, Alex Bars. Does that name sound familiar? Yes, he's on the, the injury, injury report. report. Uh, center, Andre James, was not on the injury report. Uh, left guard, Dylan Parham. Sound familiar? He was on the, on the injury, injury report. report. Uh, left tackle Colton Miller fully healthy. Fully uh, healthy. So two of their five guys fully healthy. The other three banged up may not play. Uh, so this bodes well for Pittsburgh, especially when they really need to get after the quarterback. They really need to shut down the run game this week. Uh, it's a banged up line, man. And in uh, their reporters are talking about it. They're concerned uh, that this is not going to give Derek Carr the time he would normally have, and not give Josh Jacobs the holes he's used to. Yeah. Uh, so. Good play to, to Pittsburgh's advantage. Let's go to the defensive front, unless you have anything to, uh, no. to pime in on those guys. No, not at all. Uh, first thing I would say about this defensive front, the front four, don't throw the ball to Chandler Jones. Correct. He's going to truck stick your quarterback and go in for a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, so, hashtag uh, New significant, England. Yeah, like he just did to Mac Jones. Moment, uh, moment, so of, moment of silence for Mac Jones. Just face. Okay, it's over. Um... Yeah, that was a good one. That was so cringeworthy. I Whatever. loved every second of it. 
Uh, anyway, so you got Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. It's a very good pass rushing duo. Uh, on the interior, Blau, Nichols, and Andrew Billings. Uh, some big run stuffing types in the middle there for them. Yep. Linebacker room, Luke Masterson, Denzel Perryman in the middle, and Darian Butler also on the outside. This is a 4-3 again, so these guys are basically all like middle linebackers or off-ball linebackers. I yep. uh, want to fill us in on this cornerback room, Cody. Yeah, so cornerbacks, you got Nate Hobbs, Rocky Sin. Again, Rocky Sin being out for this game. We're not Jared. playing. Uh, Amik Robert, Amik Robertson, Sam Webb, Sidney Jones, the fourth and Tyler Hall. Uh, no names that really scare you. Rocky Sin might have a little bit, but he's not there. And then you look at the safety room with Trayvon Moreg at the free safety and Deron Harmon at strong safety. The safeties are uh, capable. They're capable of playing well over the middle and deep downfield. So I'm not looking for us to go crazy deep ball passing in this game, although I'd still love to see it. Uh, they do have a good secondary out there. So we'll see. What Some high pedigree there. here. Isn't Trayvon Morig, wasn't he? A f- uh, yeah. And then Rocky Asin was a highly touted. Sidney Jones was a high. Uh, so they definitely have invested in that secondary, uh, but I like it as, as one that Kenny can throw on. <coughs> Absolutely. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. So this team, special teams, let's talk about them, right? Uh, the kicker, Daniel Carlson. Capable kicker. The punter, A.J. Cole. I bet you can't guess who the holder is, Cody. A.J. Cole, because he's the punter and the it holder. Is, it is the long snapper, Trent Saig. Uh, kick returner, Amir Abdullah. And punt returner is Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Yeah, very capable special teams unit. We'll put it that way. Um but with that being said, let's go ahead and go over our keys to success. James, you want to start us off today? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go first this week. Three Number keys. one key to success. Um, stop the run on early downs, first and second down. Uh, Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the entire NFL. He's having the best season of all of them. Uh, very important that you put them in third and long situations so that you can t- try to get after the quarterback. So number one key, stop the run i like it I like number it. two key note where Devonte adams is at all time fair double teaming him on every play fair. uh Devonte adams is a guy that absolutely can beat our corners we've talked about this in the past we don't have a clear number one shutdown corner it's not on this roster <laughs> Devonte adams is plenty talented to torch any of the corners all the corners on our team. But if you start doubling them with Minka uh, and Terrell Edmonds over the top, constantly knowing where he is, you can at least slow him down and make sure he's not the guy that beats you. Uh, so full focus on Devonte. That's going to be number two. My third key to success this week. Yep. Score early and get up early. I like it. This is going to force them to be one dimensional. So we're going to get those points early in the game, take control of the game. This will also help to get Josh Jacobs out of the game, make him focus on throwing the ball. And then you can double team their best guy and let the other ones hurt you if they can. Uh, So that's my three keys. Cody, what do you got this week? I love it, James. I love it. My, my first and number one key to success against this Las Vegas Raiders team 
Uh, here comes Saka Claus. Here comes Saka Claus. Here comes TJ Watt. Uh, let's freaking go. TJ Alex Highsmith duo. I want to see some Sack City going on. Uh, I appreciate that. Number two, this is kind of an in honor of Franco moment. Uh, let's make sure we can hit 200 yards rushing as a team again. Let's continue to pound the rock. Let's continue to sustain these drives, make them long, make them um, just heavy run drives. Allow us to take some time off the clock, get our defense to rest on the sideline, and uh, get them back on the field well-rested, ready to turn, get some turnovers and turn the ball over. Uh, and then number three, my third key to success. This is like a tricky one because it's not really a key to success. It's like if it happens, it doesn't prove that we were successful. But I want to kick no field goals this game. I want touchdowns, baby. I want no field goals this entire game. And I don't want them to be missed either. I want not, not even attempted. I want touchdowns. Uh, so that's going to be my third and final key to success. Uh, so I again, like it, Cody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did you like the here comes Sacker Claus? I thought of that on the fly. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, creative. I like it, buddy. I um, like it. I've been trying to throw some crazy ones out there. You're keeping it going. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So again, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. The pregame show, the, the game preview for the Las Vegas Raiders and Pittsburgh Steelers this tomorrow night, actually. Uh, what time is that kickoff? 7 8.15. 8.15 for you. 7.15 for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's it 615 if you're the other way uh west so yeah. we'll figure it out but again thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're watching on youtube be sure to like and follow on facebook twitter instagram and youtube subscribe and ring the bell it's free and until next time this is your host james and cody signing off Peace.